So friends, in my uh, last year at the seminary, uh, one of the priest professors there decided that we should uh, plant uh, a vineyard uh, on the grounds of the seminary. Beautiful, huge grounds seminary in Cincinnati. And so he wanted to plant a vineyard and he needed us as labor, of course. And uh, he said his selling point was we could make the wine that would be used uh, for liturgical use, right, at Mass. Uh, but then there might be a little left over, you know, that could also be consumed in a different setting. And so we, we decided uh, to help him on this project. Of course, I thought, uh, this was my last year, and so I thought by the end of the year I'd be eating fresh grapes, you know, and, and having, enjoying some fresh, uh, freshly grown wine. But of course, I had to learn that it's about often three years uh, before uh, you start to see uh, a ripe uh, grape uh, that comes from newly planted uh, vines. And so I was, you know, at that time I thought, well, that's kind of a cool spiritual lesson just in general, right? Or life lesson even, that we don't see like success or maturity of something, full blossoming of something, right, for a significant period of time. And I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I have not been back, so I don't know what's going on there. I'm sure they're just, just drowning in grapes at this point um, down there. But, but I thought that was a spiritual lesson, and I thought today I'd share just a couple characteristics of, of uh, a vine growing and what it has to teach us, I think, about the spiritual life. Because Jesus, of course, uses this image uh, as a metaphor uh, for union uh, with him. The first lesson is this, like a lot of plants, there's a significant portion of it that's unseen, right, that's under the ground, right? And so with grapes, that's substantial, right? It's a significant root system uh, that, that, that takes shape underground. And I was thinking about that in terms of laying solid foundations, because I think sometimes we fall into the trap both in human endeavors and in the spiritual life, that we think it should just happen, right? We should just reach maturity, uh, spiritual maturity or maturity at, maturity at some craft or at some discipline by just doing nothing. But the truth is that we have to lay a really solid root system if we ever want to see the full blossoming of our efforts in whatever it is uh, that we're trying to to excel in. And so the grapevine teaches us that what's below the ground, that which is unseen, the foundation and the groundwork that we lay, that's often without pomp or circumstance, that's often not glorious, right? The foundation and the groundwork that we have to lay to build up to full blossoming, right, is, is really important. Because usually the health of what's above the ground, that which is seen, is reflective of the health of that which is below ground, which is unseen. Sometimes we try to pretend, we try to make what's above the ground look really good, even though it's not doesn't have great roots, and it's not that deeply seeded and in good soil, and we try to pretend that what's above ground is really good. But the true reflection of what's above ground is what's rooted uh, below. And so it's a call uh, to lay solid foundations, to lay the groundwork 
if it's we're trying to develop a prayer life like we have to lay groundwork a root system right if we're trying to grow in a certain virtue we have to lay roots we have to we have to lay that groundwork before seeing the fruit the second this sounds strange um but grape vines like a lot of other vines grow wild they're climbers okay they're like in my garden they're like the cucumber plant which just takes over my my garden right they they just they're wild right they they spread wild and high and wide right and I actually think this is really important as a developmental lesson in life in life in general but also in the spiritual life which is we can do a real disservice if we choke growth too quickly right if we when we choke something growth if we prune too quickly right we end up stifling the growth of the plant and I think this is true also in human development and spiritual development like with human development we don't let kids like spread their wings right and try stuff and mess up right we kind of stifle their growth right they need to be like kind of a vine they need to just sort of spread their wings right now a pruning structure has to be in place Right, and that's the third item here in a minute. A pruning structure that says, hey, after it's kind of gotten wild, like, hey, maybe we need to cut off that little part or we need to reel this back in, right? We've got to get this under control. It's taken over the garden of your life, right? There's got to be a pruning structure in place, but we've got to let people uh, grow kind of wild, right? I feel like one of the greatest disservices we can do as adults Right, with, with the people that are entrusted to our care is choke growth too quickly. Right? It's one of the things Jesus, I think, was brilliant about. Like, if you notice, when Jesus first calls the disciples, he doesn't do a ton of correcting early on. It's kind of like he's saying, like, all right, just kind of, let's see where you're at. Like, let's see how you grow. And then as, I'm going to prune you a little here and a little over there and a little over there, but... I'm not going to stifle and choke your growth immediately by overcorrecting and by being smothering and overbearing in my pruning of you. Sometimes I feel like young people today are afraid to fail because they haven't been allowed to spread their wings or they're afraid to say the wrong thing, thinking that they might be pruned uh, too harshly or too aggressively. Right? And so one of the things that I think we learn from grapevines is, is that they're, they're sort of wild, and it, that is necessary for their eventual full blossoming, is for them to spread their wings and to be climbers. Now, the corrective to that is the third thing, which is grapevines are pruned aggressively. Right? If you read any uh, websites on, um, on how to prune grapevines, they basically say you can't prune them enough. You just keep cutting stuff off. Right? And You've got to cut off the old growth to allow the space for the new growth, right? And I remember when I first started doing uh, gardening, um, that was like kind of painful, right? You cut off stuff that still looks kind of good, like when I was le like learning to deadhead rose plants. And you're like, I don't think I should cut this off. This still looks kind of nice, you know? But it's like, no, but you have to cut off that in order for the, the greater blossoming happen. And so that pruning that Jesus talks about is a constant thing for us. The ability to cut off and to prune those areas of our life that
that need that. And sometimes we can do it ourselves. Like the second reading tells us that sometimes our hearts condemn us. Like we know, okay, that needs to be cut off. That needs to be pruned. Sometimes we know. But other times, we need some pruners, right? Trusted people who we know have our best interest at heart and can say, hey, now that part of you is not helping you grow. Like this aspect of your life is really setting you back. Right? We need people to help us to prune, uh, to make sure that we're reaching our full blossoming of potential. The final thing is just what I started with, the gradualness of growth and how patient you have to be to see a grapevine reach its fruition in terms of, of harvesting grapes. And that's true of us. We have to be really patient with ourselves in terms of seeing the, the root system that we started, the proper expansion, the proper pruning. It takes a long time to see that reach its potential for harvesting. That's also true when we're, we're helping others to grow the vines of their own life. It often takes a long time. We think we invest so much in someone and we don't see any fruit and we get frustrated and demoralized and we're like, they aren't changing, nothing is happening. We have to remind ourselves of the, of the lesson of the grapevine, that it takes often that kind of patience, not just with ourselves, but with those who we're investing time in uh, for them to reach uh, the full blossom of their own life. I might just briefly say a word to uh, the students who are leaving for summer break, and especially the graduating students. Um, I, I pray and hope that your experience at the University of Toledo in general and here at Corpus Christi has allowed you to do those four things, has allowed you to build deeper roots that are solid, has allowed you to spread your wings a little bit, both spiritually uh, and in terms of all the other lessons you've learned. I hope you've been pruned uh, and have allowed yourself to be pruned. Right? And I hope you are patient with yourself and don't think at the age of 22 or 25 that you have it all figured out, that you've got to be patient with yourself and uh, with others. But the truth of the matter is, it's a life, that's a life thing for all of us. We're constantly building, thinking we have nice foundations and roots in one thing and then we've got to go over and build foundations and roots for another thing. It's a constant thing of letting ourselves explore new areas and let the the vine grow wild and then having times where we have to prune back certain parts of us and to be patient with that's a that's a life cycle uh, for all of us. So I think this image of Jesus using the vine and the branches, of course he uses tons of agricultural and vegetative images because I think they are so resonant with human experience. I was saying that tonight, I think it'd be nice if we could watch this unfold. I, I brought up Cam that we should grow a vineyard here, it seems. You know, I mean don't you think that'd be nice? Hands all, all on board, it seems, uh, hesitantly. But anyway, the lesson, of course, uh, the lessons from the vine and the branches uh, are great lessons, I think, for our own, our own personal and spiritual life. The great consoling message of the gospel is we are the branches grafted onto the one who is the vine. And if we continue to stay on that vine, uh, we will bear fruit and fruit that will last.